ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Speak On It podcast. I am your host, Big Mike. I am here with another episode, our weekly recap. And you know I am not here alone. I've got the fellas with me, the mad producer, podcast poppy in the building. We're out here. Shout out to Zach Wilson. I've got my man Enoch in the building. Going on, guys. And it is a special night, fellas. Special night. We are introducing finally, <laughs> after weeks, <laughs> of anticip- weeks of anticipation, our newest member to the Speak On It family, all the way from Baltimore. My man, Professor Thomas. Josh, what's going on, sir? Thank you, thank you, thank you, fellas. Thank you for having me. What's going on? I'm on finally. Dylan, insert the round of applause. Finally, finally moved into the new office, ready to rock and roll. Let's do it. Yes, sir. We will uh, shout out to Roz. We will reset the <laughs> where, how long till Roz is on ticker. We will reset it. <laughs> <laughs> week one tonight uh, Breezy will be on the show tonight As you know Him and football don't get along So we, he's gonna be in <laughs> He'll be in a little bit later on In the episode But we're gonna jump We were actually going to start football Like we do every week But at the time of this recording Sports is always moving History was made tonight Fellas Aaron Judge finally, finally ran into a team that had the gumption, the courage to throw him a fastball, even though it was a slider that he hit. But Aaron Judge finally hit number 62, setting the American League record, as Michael Kay has to mention every time he comes to the plate. But finally, number 62 has been hit. They took him out, so he, he didn't get a chance to see 63. Maybe he'll hit another one. I doubt he'll play in the season finale, but we'll see. Absolutely. But, not. yeah. But, yeah, 62 history has been made. I'm going to just throw it to the – I'm going to throw it to Josh. You see where you see where the standing is? Right How now. you feeling about it, man? Ah, 62, man. That's amazing. 2022 to hit 62 is, to me – Kind of like Bond sitting 73 back in the day. It's tough. It's tough to hit right now, I feel. I mean, it's been – I feel like it's tougher than ever to hit home runs, uh, especially doing them without the juice. Um, I think – I think uh, speculatively, you know, we don't know what's going on today because that's a – that dude is a big guy. Let's be – you know, let's be honest. But, <laughs> big man. Well, all I can say is that uh, – I don't know. He – it's – it's surreal to see that we got numbers back up there again. Uh, we haven't, I haven't seen the 40s and 50s in I feel like five or six years plus. So now to see 60 and to do it in a year where he's hit, I mean, doesn't he have like a hundred and nearly 130 RBIs or something yep. like that? Yep. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he's this is bananas year from him. Like, this is one of those like <clears throat> pinch yourself kind of years, especially as a Yankees fan. With us heading into the playoffs, winning the division, 
I'm excited to see. I, I'm excited to see him get the monkey off his back. Now he can, you know, you know, just kind of like he did tonight. They they pulled him. They like, you know, like just chill, man. You deserve to sit on ice now because now it's time to be a real Yankee and being a real Yankee is about playoff time. That's 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 what I count. So as as cool as this is, I'm glad it's out the way. Now let's let's focus on. Winning, winning, winning the next eleven games. You know that's that's what it counts. Yeah, he gets to rest. Shut the fuck up. He gets to rest now and go back to just like not trying to hit a home run. And more relevant news, hitter again. And more relevant news. Albert Pujols hit home run number seven hundred three. Relevant. He has surpassed Babe Ruth for second most. So yes, we don't yes. give a single shit about that right yeah. now because Aaron Judge literally just this broke is his moment, man. Don't take away that. We didn't take away. You're it's, not going to take away. He broke Roger Maris's record yeah, that is big. held for is a very long time while also being a triple crown. Like yeah, triple crown. That's the thing. Hitting for average one. That's the thing. Hitting for like power. Three, ten. Two thirty. He's like hitting like three three twelve right now. Yeah, Sixty two home runs, a hundred plus RBIs. His OPS plus RBI. One hundred twenty plus RBIs. His OPS was ridiculous. His advanced stats are unbelievable as well. Like I love Albert Pujols. If Albert Pujols didn't have the the run he had in in Los Angeles when he first got there, where he was hurt all the time and all that stuff, you'd probably be looking at the greatest baseball player ever. <laughs> To be fair, yeah, absolutely. You you could be looking at that. There's I mean, a world where Albert Pujols is the no, best baseball player no, ever. No, no, no. There's a world. No. There's two sides See, of the I'm, game. I, Pujols like, don't go. I'm not. I'm not seeing the glove from Pujols. That's Pujols is a gold glove. He's a gold glove first baseman. But I mean, so I'm. A, I'm a, a gold glove first baseman. Come on, it's not hard. Not hard. But that's not, I'm not, I'll, yeah. And I'll, he did it without the juice. And he was, and he was winning MVPs <laughs> when Barry Bonds was smacking 50 home runs a year. <laughs> that's true. That's a very, but that's also a very good thing in his favor. But like, but again, it's a world. I'm not saying it's a sure thing, but there's a possibility you could be seeing him as the greatest or one of the greatest baseball players of all time. He's definitely he is. One of the he's already he's that. That's yeah, he's already that one would have been like a for sure, like foregone conclusion. Like if he doesn't have that stint in LA when he first gets there, where he's just kind of sucks and is hurt. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he one, he would have hit 700 he's sooner. Been like, I don't know. It's like his play didn't, it, his play wasn't bringing chips, raining in chips to St. Louis like that. Like, I mean, he's got two. He's got two in St. Louis. <sighs> He's got and we two. all know how hard it is to win one. <sighs> and he well, yeah, has two. They, and then he got, went to an organization two. that squanders a generational it's talent. A black hole of talent. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. Played. I yeah, I'll give I, I give him his respect. There's, there's no doubt he's an all-time great, but I, I just couldn't see there's it. From defensive. There's a lot of defensively better players that did the game. They, they so, played better on both sides of the ball than him. Pujols. Pujols a great I, power hitter. He's a great I, power hitter. You're going defense. I'm going to give you this, though. Would you rather Pujols or Prime Miggy? I'm going Prime Miggy all day long. I don't know, man. That's, I'm going Prime, Prime Miggy. Miggy Prime Miggy was tough, Dylan. 
prime. You can't, he is. Stuff. I love yeah. Miguel Cabrera. Love who Miguel hosts, Cabrera. Who else, who else is a great hitter, but like he's a home run hitter? And like I'm not saying he can he can't hit for average or around the field. He did that too. But Miggy literally is like a problem. Like Miggy was like the right-handed bonds for for a but while. But the only time like, Miggy won was when he was an afterthought on a Miami Marlins team. That is mm. true. That is true. That's when mm. Miggy was weighing 180 pounds playing outfield. <laughs> <laughs> Before they brought him inside because he had an eating problem. <laughs> <laughs> Albert Albert started putting on weight when he hit like 35. <laughs> <laughs> that was before, yeah, because I forgot because then Mickey went to Detroit, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had success in Detroit. He yeah, he was as an individual. Sick, man, he was sick with a belly. That's what I'm saying. Like he was savage with a belly, too, bro. Like he's not yeah, nah, he, he was pretty good. He was also a defensive liability. Yeah, defensively, and uh, like arguing defensively, but I'm thinking like as a hitter, yeah, does, Miguel has a, a triple crown, correct? Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Like I'm, Maybe I'm going, I'm just it. going off I the fact that Pujols. like Miguel from one side of the plate is better career wise than Pujols is from both sides. That and that's that's real. I, that's fine. I, 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 I give Pujols I love Miguel Cabrera, runs, but I, but Miguel I can just flat out hit, bro. Like he can be a full time DH. Like he, like if he decided to do that, he would have been better than Big Poppy. He would have been better than let's, Edgar let's, Martinez. Let's not talk about overrated Big Poppy here. Let's let's chastise A Rod for being a steroid user, but completely sweep under the rug David Ortiz being on that list too. Big Poppy was one of the few that 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 happened that happened to to break through the impenetrable Mariano Rivera. Yes, that's all I can say. And he did, but he also did it when he was choosing. Who cares, man? The (laughs) Royce. As Yankees fans, we know. Come on, man. The Rocket, the Clemens. Are you All kidding I'm me? All I'm saying is, I, I have a hatred for Ortiz, not because of what he did to us, because they chastise A Rod for using steroids, but ignore that Ortiz was also on that list. They ignore, you know, but they they, they chastise A Rod because A Rod's an, an asshole. asshole. Yes, <laughs> but but the fact that Ortiz got in to the Hall, even joke. though he's on that list. But A Rod will never joke. get in because but Barry's I mean, not that, in. That's I mean that's because that's how they, they want to run it. They're gonna give all of them their cookies after they either pass away or it becomes like it's like they want to make them suffer. Before Poppy they, was a media uh, darling. No, nah, Barry's, Barry's just not getting in regardless. Barry like, will never get in. But, he will never get in. in. Barry will get in after death. They're gonna they're gonna do him. They're gonna give him his due, but they, they're not. Roger gonna Clemens do doesn't deserve to Pete be in the Rose, Hall of Fame because he's a dickhead. The minute Pete Rose passes away, <laughs> yeah, Pete Rose is getting in after Pete he Rose dies. Pete Rose is gonna get in as soon as he passes away. They're gonna do it after he dies, which is right? ridiculous because they crazy. don't want that image of him giving a speech. That's what, yeah, that's oh, what they're afraid of. They're so, afraid of the, the I image. I need nothing more in my life than Pete Rose giving a Hall of Fame speech. Yeah, I need they, they record one to have him play it anyway. That's what I would do if I was Pete Rose. Yeah, because the reason they that. got him all pushed out anyway is stupid. Like, let him, let it, man, let him spin, bro. Let him in the game. He do. He bet yeah. on himself. He, he records one just in case he gets in the hall, gives it to a family member to send out to ESPN. It is well. Oh. So then, when they do oh. the speeches, instead of putting it on their live feed of the Hall of Fame, ESPN gets all the coverage for it. <laughs> Oh, what a world! <laughs> what a world! <laughs> what a dastardly deed that I am here for. 
What? <laughs> the balls on Pete Rose to just assume they're going to put him in the Hall of Fame anyway. That like, off rip. That world <laughs> alone. I would, oh. I would be so happy with that. Finally, oh. you finally you've answered my cry. That's what I would start my. my and then roast. he does it while he's still of sane mind and not like yep. a crazy old man. That's what I mean, man. Have oh. it pre, have it set. Oh, have it I set. don't know, man. Crazy old man Pete Rose might be hilarious too, though. If if somebody has power of attorney over Pete Rose, they need to make sure that happens. That? They need to make sure that happens. Give a shout out to Kane and his speech. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's it's Mayor Glenn Jacobs. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, we don't recognize Glenn Jacobs over here. That that no. guy's crazy. That guy's crazy. <laughs> oh man! Shout out to the shout out to the Mariners and the, the Mariners. Shout out to it's the a, Mariners. So the Mariners. Yeah. Can we? Can I? Can I also shout out the Phillies? Yeah. Shout yeah. out to the Phillies for breaking their playoff drought and Joe Girardi's on MLB Network looking stupid being an analyst because he got fired. <laughs> I want to give you a side note. There were no t- two bigger Yankee fans that hated Girardi more than me and Josh. Just Oh, no doubt. Oh, Mike, Mike knows about that hole I left all in my dorm. Oh, my God. We would I just sit and talk for hours about how much we hate Girardi. Just, oh. I, put, I put my foot through a wall for Girardi, I, I, <laughs> and that was in a win. That was the night we won a game. Like I'm, and I was, I, I lost it over over that dude plenty of times. He was that book, that damn binder, man. I oh. that binder, <laughs> that binder. Oh my oh, god. god! Like he, like he would, like he'd be in his head would be in the binder. Like you'd see it up like this, and mm-hmm. like missing the game. He'd be sitting there missing the game, bro. Like, what does I, the binder I, say to do in this position? Yeah, okay. like I'm like, tell him, watch tell him game. to swing. And then the epitome, <laughs> and then the epitome oh of that God. happened. And what was it? What was it? Uh, Mike, was it 20, 2019 against Cleveland, where he where he the blew Cleveland. it? Oh, oh, the uh, Cleveland. Oh. Well, he didn't. He didn't challenge, right? It was like he didn't challenge. Yeah, he didn't challenge uh, a play, and he just. Which was clear as day, and then it was clear, like he I didn't, saw, t- like, I'm he like, didn't take Jabba Chamberlain out in the nap, not the napkin. Uh, one of them series, one of them, there was just too many. His bullpen management was the worst I've ever seen in my life. Like we like, won that series in 09, the like in spite him. of like straight, like straight up, like without. If it wasn't CC going on three days rest. And A Rod getting the work like, finally from, being A Rod. A Rod finally A Rod got A Rod became a Yankee. Listen, that year. who was I, it? Like, Kate Haslam. Is that who it was? He earned his fucking that's, pinstripes. That's, that's who we need to think. That's who we need stripes. to think. My, but Hideki Matsui, bro, that Matsui was Matsui was on fire. Matsui, like he was the MVP of the World Series. Yeah. <laughs> Forget my a- that 2009 like, season is the reason I was so mad. Joey Gallo wore 13. Yeah, I, I was yeah. so mad that Gallo won, wore 13. I was like, they let him wear 13. Yeah, I mean, A Rod didn't deserve to. He's like, not going to get his number retired or anything like that. But like, nah, he didn't get to. Damn. We should play good enough we for should, a long time. Yeah, let's uh, let's and, air and that out. Let 13 Gallo. sit aside for a while, and not, not Joey fucking Gallo. Joey Gallo. Yeah, Gallo, <laughs> fucking bum. 
I like him in the show. That's about it. I like him in the show too, but he, he, he real, I, I was so hyped for him this year. I was like, oh, he's gonna he's gonna show everybody. His swing is his swing is tailor made for Yankee Stadium. But he was a bum. Yeah, he's a crum bum loser. He's, he's Homer or nothing at all. He gives me them Chris Davis. And he was vibes. nothing at all. My he was greatest nothing fear, at all. though, my greatest fear is running into the Dodgers in the World Series and him torturing us. That is until my he fear. steps foot in New York again and he turns into a fucking see, mental midget. You got see that's the thing. It's like, can you play in New York? Can you play? I was just talking to you guys about being in that atmosphere in the playoffs. Can you come to New York? Into the Bronx in October and win a baseball. Some game. guys can't. Some guys can't. And Gallo, Gallo's yeah, not one of those guys vibe. who can. Different vibe. Every Mental time. midget. Yeah, he. Mental I, midget. Yeah, there's there's some guys that can't hack it. Even pay, even the great Pedro Martinez couldn't do it. It's 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 a tough environment, man. Pedro was old though. I think young Pedro would have relished. He would have. Young Pedro would have loved just, it. Yeah, he's. Just he was, too I bad. mean, he would. But I mean that was that was young Pedro. Are you talking about Pedro at the Phillies? Or are you talking about Pedro on the Sox? Because Pedro on the Sox got rocked. No, but Pedro on the Sox owned us for a long time before we in the regular got him. season. In the regular he season, he got us a couple I times see. in the playoffs. Uh, well, no, well, not really. Yeah, no, no, he no, didn't. No, 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 the big games was us every time. Every time they shriveled. Every time, like regular season, he had he was the best pitcher in the league that year. That year that we but that we beat him in 03. Pedro was the best guy in the in the AL. It was no it was nobody better than Pedro Martinez. That's why he let him stay out, and he got rocked. That was a mistake, though. He was gassed. And yeah, he anybody, was done. Anybody was with done. eyes could see that he was gassed. I'm gonna send him out there again. I'm, I'm keeping him out there. I, I if I, I I'm thinking about that too. You really gonna take it? Take the ball? Who are they giving it to? <laughs> like, think I, about that. I mean, that's true, but I mean, that's the, guy the that signs were there. The signs were they there. Were, like, he kept, he, he wait, gave he up the out, hit, he then he gave up another hit. hit. Like, mm-hmm. all right. It, it was Derek Jeter, too. Derek Jeter started that rally. I'll never forget that one. The cap. That double, and the cap was like, all right, now get me home. I hope that Derek Jeter is somehow involved with the Yankee organization when Aaron Judge signs this next contract and they say, oh, by the way, you're also the captain of the New York you're the cap. He has to be the captain now. He's the heir apparent. There's zero way that he's yeah. not. Yeah, like, he's the captain. You got to give him the C now. You have I to mean, give it to him. I mean, Jeter never even had the official C, right? Like, he well, didn't, they didn't have the official I, C, but he had the press conference. Okay. Oh, uh, where he they had the press him. conference where they're like, "Hey," because Jeter thought he was going to get traded or some shit because it was right after arbitration or some shit happened, and they were like, "Hey, we're going to bring you in for a press conference now that you signed your arbitration." <laughs> thing. And he was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, we're announcing Derek Jeter as the next captain of the New York Yankees." Like, oh, cool! Y'all could have told me that on the phone. Yeah, he's like, I know. Oh, I could do that on the phone. <laughs> he's like, "Oh shit!" First captain was battingly. Y'all playing too much. Yeah. <laughs> But let's move it on, guys. It was a very good week in the podcast for almost all of us. We almost had a clean sweep. <laughs> we almost uh, did. Almost. Anthony called for the sweep. I was like, no, there's somebody in here who didn't have a good week. <laughs> and Those it, you it was that, Josh's uh, Baltimore Josh Ravens. Josh is new to the show. Josh <laughs> is a Baltimore Ravens fan. And Philly. Yeah, and Philly. I mean, don't, forget my, don't forget my birds. But... Oh, you're a two-team rocker, too? Yeah. At, times, 
I've always, I've always been, and the only reason why I feel like it's uh, so boo. boo me all you want. As a Ravens boo. fan, we didn't have a team. <laughs> we can't. We had it. I was rooting for another team before the Ravens even existed as a team, like in my lifetime. So I feel like that's only respectable. Like I like the Philly. I like sorry the Phillies, the Eagles. My family, half my family's from Philly. Like it's fine. It's Josh, cool. Josh, 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 you're a Ravens fan. I, I I will say more. I, I lean to more to more. To no, 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 no. You're a Ravens. I lean to more to more. They're close minded minds, Josh. Just can't. It's cool. I know. Mike, 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 no, no. Oh, 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 the other guy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I like more than one team. No, because oh, it's. it's, it's I, I've it's never been a fan. I've no. one team and no, hate every you, other team. No, no, it, it doesn't work like that. It's like someone coming up to me telling me, "Oh, I'm a Texas fan and a Bills fan." Like, no, no, you're a Texas. You pick one, right? Who yeah, do you, you claim? stick by your Houston Texans, I, right? I don't know how many times I got. To, I am a Titans fan. You are a Giants I like fan. The Giants. You are a Giants fan. Titans fan, and I like the Giants. I saw the pictures of you at the parade. You are a Giants fan. <laughs> With those photos. The best part about having Josh's group chat is that we can hold Mike accountable for shit that he's done, like steal Josh's hoodie. Finally laid out with the rest. <laughs> I looked at that photo. It popped up on that day. It popped up on your actual birthday, and I was sitting there. I was like, "Yo, hold up, that's my hoodie, man. That was there, dude." <laughs> so I totally asked him. I and Mike with yo know, Mike's face. Like I'm like, "Yo, Mike, remember that Yankees hoodie I let you hold back in, in freshman year?" My here goes Mike's face. That's serious. <laughs> like, like shut down, like you wouldn't even answer, and then he just. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yo, <laughs> like, come on, man. Every single still, time, I still don't know where that hoodie. But so okay. all of us had a good week except for Josh. Yeah, I mean the Ravens, man. Oh, can I can I get right into it with him or like go ahead. Can I get my well, on with him? Go ahead, take it, uh, man. Just let the, you guys know. Here come here comes the I hate Harbaugh speech. Here it comes. Rather hear this than the Jets. Our, our weekly. Don't I worry, hate Anthony. Harbaugh we'll get Jets talk. because <laughs> nah, this is my thing. This is my thing. I I'm actually not against John Harbaugh. I I, I think he's fine. I I think the problem has always been with the Ravens' philosophy. It's been like. Our philosophy has been the thing that we've like lived and died on forever. Like we were a defensive unit for all this time when we first came out in the late nineties, like ran that through two Super Bowls, one in 2000 and 2020, like 2012. So it's like, we have winning in us, but like they think that's enough to be like, we're going to just stick with this one way of playing and then not make adjustments at half times. And like, they, like they, Oh man, it's just very frustrating. Like I, I to, to watch us lose. Like this, this was like to me. This was actually like the third game straight that we blew a lead. Like we got lucky with that Patriots like strip late in the game. Like, and then we blow this lead again with the Bills. Like we had this game is like at halftime we make no adjustments, don't score nothing but another single field goal for an entire half, and we put up twenty points in the first half. Like we just don't. 
we don't know how to close games. We don't know how to make adjustments. We don't know how to 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 wiggle out of things. Like we're just we're we're just single minded, and like it shows from at every side of the, of the football. And like I, we deserve to lose. Like I'm happy we're losing these games because at least we can maybe learn something from it at a point. But like I don't know. That's it's just the most frustrating thing I've ever seen. Like they, they, these games. We should be four and zero. There's no reason the Ravens shouldn't be running away. <laughs> we should be four and zero too. Like the, the oh, division, Anthony, y'all could be zero and four. Shut up. We have <laughs> the Steelers are garbage. They're trying to rebuild right now. The Bengals don't have an offensive line that can keep their 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 boys safe over there. And we and the Browns are just the Browns. I, like they're hot and cold, and like I don't expect them to be around at the end of the year. But this is a perfect time for us to take that division like by storm. And this is what, uh, this is what we do with it. Like, this is the perfect time for you guys. I don't. I don't like, know. It's good I, that your your division is also like losing at the same time as you. Yeah, I mean it helps that we like. I mean the Steelers getting knocked like that helped, but it. It just doesn't it, – there's no hope for me in terms of the gameplay getting better. Like, we have too many weapons for them to be used in this way. It's like somebody handing, like, like a soldier, like, you know, uh, a sniper rifle they can shoot for, like, four miles out, but, like, all the targets he has to kill are, like, within 25 feet. Like, it's unnecessary. And, like, we just – we're not, like yeah, – it's so dumb. Like – we have we run we run out of the same set almost every play. Like you can sit and watch the Ravens. Like, oh, I've been calling this would, for years. And you would think, you would think, man, you would think that they would take this opportunity to be deceptive in any kind of way, like to move the ball in and out of the pocket, to use feints and fakes and handoffs all the time, like running sweeps. We have Bateman on the team. Why? Like, I watched the 49ers last night. Why are we not? playing Bateman in the same way, getting the ball to his hands quick and letting him use his feet after the catch. Like, what is going on? Like, you've got the best running quarterback in the history of football on our team, and you run him on third and short from the backfield. That's what you decide to do in those plays. It's so obvious when we call it, too. And then when we go, we get short, guess what we do? We run it again on fourth. Like, it's – it's yo. <laughs> They're the it's the worst play calling. Like it's not even our it's not our people. It's not it's not the guys around us. It's not our staff. It's genuinely it's the mindset, and we don't make adjustments. And like, it's just the most frustrating thing to see it like happen week after week. And then our defense just I don't they just turn it off. Like I feel like I, this is the first time in forever that our defense has been given this many points from our offense. Like the Ravens have historically had terribly stagnant offense, as the Jets will understand now, Jets fans, with Flacco. There you go. He doesn't move the ball. He didn't move. He doesn't move. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't call audibles. He doesn't he, – the Ravens are stale like that, and they're used to that. And then the second half of a football game, they go back to that because it's safe. They get a lead, and they just play safe. And then, like, we get into these situations now where everybody knows that Lamar has to pass, and they're expecting a guy who, yes, he can pass. He does pass well. They expect him to just go win a football game when you're running routes that don't even time out correctly. Like they're, it, ugh, dude. 
Greg Roman is an idiot. He's the worst. Greg, the worst. like you guys fired the wrong coordinator last the wrong year. Coordinator by far. By why? Far. Why you fire Wink Martindale because your whole defense tore their ACL last year is beyond me. And then you keep <laughs> the guy who's been running the same offense for four years <laughs> for you for Lamar. Jackson. My thing is, what the hell That's happened crazy. at the end of the game? What was that? So, like, I, I I get where Harbaugh came Lamar from. Make a read. I get like, where Harbaugh came from for like doing the thing where it's like, yeah, I'm scared of Josh Allen, but like, we need to put a touchdown on the board there. But that's a tough decision to make when like Lamar's not like great at playing quarterback. So like, it. it he, He's he's an unbelievable talent, but like this is where I I, I say that thing where it's like Lamar's not a, a great quarterback when it comes to progressing through reads. It's yeah. a tough thing to 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 watch and do, but I always get killed for it when Lamar's like, oh, putting up four hundred yards and four touchdowns and doesn't do this when he's beating up on bad teams who can't cover deep routes. Like I get chastised for it, and I thought Lamar was getting better at it. It's just tough to do that when you're playing against a team like the Bills, right? Yeah, and that's a fantastic team. But he did that against the Dolphins, too. The Dolphins are also a good team. The thing is, the the defense – the the Ravens' defense is good. So, like, I don't understand how they just take the foot off the gas. Like, you have the number one – arguably the number one rated corner in football in Marlon Humphrey from PFF who's, like, locking dudes up and being just, like, don't even target him. Mm -hmm. And you have this – they got homeboy from the Saints, too. They got a lot of they, yeah, they have Marcus Williams. They have Kyle Phillips. They got mm-hmm. Marcus Peters, who I think is washed and is a hothead. But <laughs> but like you have all this talent on your team, and you're letting these teams come back, and then you go back to offense. It's like, all right, well, we're just gonna run three times in a row, and hopefully we chew enough clock yeah, to at keep home. it going. At like, home. Like, like, Thank you. Thank when you. you're supposed to be putting your foot on on their throats, like you run so much, set up a good play. I, like the Ravens receivers for the last three years have been the worst at creating separation oh, on their routes because they're first of all they're not those kind of receivers. Exactly, they're not. They're exactly. not. They're too small. You can't ask Hollywood Brown and Bateman and Duvernay to be these big like. Like Bateman's big, big, but he's not a big body receiver. He's a yeah, move, he's get you in space, crazy. get a move, yeah. go down. He reminds me of Percy Harvin, personally. Like he's a bigger he, Percy like, Harvin. Yeah, and, like and you could, but the thing about it is, like, use his feet. They use like Seattle used Percy Harvin like not like like crazy. Like he mm-hmm. was all they over. put him everywhere. They put him mm-hmm. everywhere. Like, everywhere. Use, yeah. use the use the speed. That's the this same is way where I, I go through where I where I say the Ravens I, failed Lamar from putting without putting good weapons around him. The way that Philly is oh, built, the way Philly hard. is helping Jalen Hurts is the, the exact opposite of how the Ravens are helping Lamar Jackson. Yeah, crazy. but to Josh's point, I mean the Ravens should be could could and should be four and up. It's not yeah. because of the offense though. Because it the is, defense is, it's both. No, but the but the, the defense doesn't collapse the way they did. They win those. They win that game against Miami. They but win if your the game. Is able to get first downs. That's the thing. The it's, it's, well, it's, okay. It's, take take it's, away the Buffalo game. Let's take away the Buffalo game. You can't tell me they're not. They shouldn't be at least three and one right now. No, I'm not saying they're not, right? I don't think there's a world where the Ravens aren't 4-0 because it's very much so a possibility. But then you get the thing where it's like, oh, you're blowing double-digit leads. If you, you get like, first downs and you could shoot clock and you could put yourself in, if you get enough first downs, you put yourself in field goal range and you have Justin Tucker. 
see this as a Ravens fan and watching this for over, over almost 20 years now, like the thing about the Ravens has always been they never, ever, ever chew clock and they never keep they never keep their defense off the field. That's what made the Ravens defense so ridiculous in general is that like they would go in these stints where they were on the field all game and then they and would just bully you get first scared. downs and keep it moving like but now like the ravens like that run that run style is fine if you can keep the ball moving and you run the ball and deceptively but if you just set up and run hb dive or hb slam up the middle <laughs> it's crazy it's crazy like i can watch i don't think that's crazy like, like if you, it might not be crazy if it's working. If you're getting five is five to seven, big chunks of yardage when you're doing it. I don't have no problem. If you're getting it. two every attempt, <laughs> like, right, yards on these plays, or even losing some, and then you third down, you give it to your quarterback to try the same thing, or like, throw deep. <laughs> it's either you're handing the ball off or you're throwing 30 yards down the field when you play against the ravens defense the process of elimination is so easy like you can figure out what we're do- our scheme pretty easily your scheme it's is, is it's zero coverage and it's, it's it's press blitz it's terrible man and like all they like works is, is <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying like people know what the ravens west coast works, very little team works until it doesn't like with the jets ravens in week one if we didn't have Joe Flacco playing quarterback, we could have been in that game <laughs> because Zach Wilson would have ran outside of the pocket. It took our offense over. <laughs> you guys hate Flacco so much. We, I hate oh, Flacco. Flacco's terrible. I mean, he's the worst quarterback. He's one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen. Anthony, if you watched um, a quarter of the Jets game this Sunday, you'd be like, man, if Flacco was in that pocket, he's getting killed. <laughs> Zach was running out of the pocket and just moving. Flacco's no, that's true. It, it, it's hard to believe that this is the same Flacco that went on that legendary Super Bowl. Not the same Flacco, though. This is ten years removed. <laughs> that's a long. I mean, that's a long. That's a long time. But but, but the thing is, though, Flacco's thirty. Flacco's thirty seven. When you look at all the really good quarterbacks, they were still playing pretty good at thirty. Flacco at twenty seven wasn't moving. Yeah, twenty seven. But he still was making good plays. He still was making good throws. Take a look at Flacken against Cleveland, right? That whole game, he was in there. They weren't getting a ton of pressure on him, and he was able to sit in the pocket and make throws. Once they got to him, it was like, fuck, he started uh, second-guessing everything that happened. Whereas Zach was like, okay, shit, I'm getting pressure. I'm out. See ya. (laughs) (laughs) All good quarterbackiness to me is great decision-making under pressure. It's not even about your best athletic abilities or the best arm. It's about doing the right thing at the right time all the time. That's it. Like, and that's why Brady's the goat is because he makes those best. He makes those decisions the best. Period. Yeah, he's, he's one of the goats because he does, like his decision making is just. He's the goat. The goat. The goat. Remember, there's one goat, and it's Brady. Fuck him. Uh, I hate <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. I hate the Patriots. I hate. To, I'm not a Brady fan, but I, man, the numbers don't lie. That 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 boy is mean when the time comes to it. When the time comes down to it, he gets it done. I, uh, I'll tell you what, though, let's let, we could we could shift gears to a coming of age story that happened on on Sunday with a a young man named Zachary Wilson. Go Patriots. 
They're in last place. <laughs> Looking at rooting for a last place team. What a loser. Hey, I'm not rooting for anything. You see my name on the, on the, I on know. the tag anyway. <laughs> so I got to see solid quarterback play on Sunday for the first time in a long time. And it was wonderful to see because I also got Roz to shut the fuck up, mm. which is crazy, which is a crazy thing. Cause I don't uh. know you, if you guys weren't in the chat, cause the, the, the audience isn't me and Roz during jet games go at each other's throats because our <laughs> philosophies are just so different on how we think of the jets. You would have We're, thought that you guys didn't have the same favorite team is like, it's night and day, it's, <laughs> but it's you sound like how you sound like y'all beefing fake. over the same team. Doesn't yeah. Ross think the lays a bum? Yeah, Ross but, hates everything about this team yeah, until Josh, they win. They sound like they, but they sound like how Ross and Mike sound like over the <laughs> game. It's, it's, it's crazy. Every, anything with Ross, the sky's falling. There's an incompletion <laughs> on the first down, the sky is falling. And I'm just sitting here. We're going to, when we get merch, we're, we're making the, it's let the cookie bake. Let that's, that's the, the cookie shit. bake. And that's, that's all I was saying to Ross on Sunday was the game's not over. Is clock, is clock at zero? All right. So let the cookie bake. He's like, this is a rotten cookie. Da, 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 da. This, 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 this. I'm like, let the cookie bake. Yeah, right. This Ross game is, is not over yet. Throw the baby out with the bath water type he, of guy. Throw the whole kid away. Throw everything out. Like, Salah's a bum. He, these guys are uninspired. These it's the complete suck. opposite. Not this team baby. wants to play for him. Not the baby. He, yeah. The team wants yeah. to play for Salah. And Roz had to eat every bit of his words. On Sunday, because the Jets defense played really good, despite like our biggest fear happening, which was Mr. Trubisky getting benched. Because going to that game, I was like, "Yo, the Jets, the Jets could win this game by like two scores if Mitch stays in." And then they took him out, and then the tale of Kenny Pickett started to build. But Kenny Pickett's first pass was interception, and that was all. Which was not his fault. Which wasn't his fault. Bum, bum ass Chase Claypool, who's just I don't know where Should've the fuck he's that been. Where has he been this year? Nowhere. Dude, done nothing. Getting locked up. Like literally, just getting locked up. So, <laughs> like, so before we continue, PFF. So, uh, uh, what's his face? Kenny Pickett threw three interceptions uh, on Sunday. Uh, they credited him, him with zero, like turnoverable plays. Which is crazy because that second interception he threw to Michael Carter was second absolutely was his fault. That yeah, the second one was his absolutely fault. his fault. Sauce locked up Fryermuth, and then Michael Carter came in for the dive to pick that off. Like, that's a bad throw. The Hail Mary, whatever. Like, it is what it is. Still, The counts. first and third ones, I, I take away from. The first one pushing. sucks. Like, you may not say it's his fault, but that sucks because he threw it into double coverage. But it was still a good throw, though. Was it? It got intercepted. Claypool's got to bring that in. Claypool's got to catch that ball. Claypool, if Claypool, but he was put in a situation where he couldn't catch the ball. I'm not saying that's Kenny Pickett's fault, but like that's a risky throw. That's why you still have to credit him for that. The fact that they didn't credit him for any interceptions is crazy to me. 
but Zach gets credited for two when Tyler Conklin literally had palms on the ball and couldn't bring it down, and it got gets intercepted. Because <laughs> if you're going to pick and choose when you credit interceptions to somebody, you got to be fair here because that's stupid. Yeah. But despite that, I got to see Zach Wilson go from playing like shaky football, throwing two interceptions, to then having this fourth quarter where it was just like, yo, take a play a little bit. He went 10 Worst for 12 with a perfect QBR. But like he had the, – the offensive line is a patchwork offensive line where our starting right guard is now playing left tackle. And that's mm. scary, right? Mm. But he gave up one that's pressure. Being out of position. He gave up one pressure that whole game. And, and then in the fourth quarter, that whole line just came together and blocked. And Zach got to go through. I got to watch Zach Wilson go through reads, which is crazy. I got to see him read his offense and make the right throw. Is that twice. him being is that him being showing that he can play a little bit, or is that the Steelers showing how bad they are? Well, so outside of TJ Watt, that Steelers defense is good. It's Say what you want defense. about everything. That Steelers defense is good. All right. Their offense stinks. Yeah, their offense, their offense is terrible. No, George, George Pickens is nice, though. George Pickens, but the thing is, they have talent at the positions, right? Their coordinator stinks. Matt Cannon is terrible. And their <laughs> offensive line sucks. They're off. That's the problem. Their offensive line sucks. The fact and that honestly, the best player on their held offense up. is the running back. Yeah. Right. The fact yeah, that our, our offensive line held up better than theirs shows how much trouble their offensive line Nothing actually is in. Is, yeah. But like, I got to see Zach. I got to see Zach Wilson's potential at quarterback, and that was really cool. And it got to shut fucking Roz up. Because, man. <laughs> which was great. Because <laughs> that extends Zach Wilson's leash another week, I guess, with Roz. Because remember, <laughs> Roz gave Zach Wilson two weeks? No, I thought he gave him four. No, he gave him two. <laughs> he gave him two. Yeah, yeah, I could have sworn it was four to start the season. He said, he says, uh, Zach Wilson has till week six to figure it out. I'm like, <laughs> so you give him two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he just totally discounted him not playing into the game. So what? <laughs> Completely got him out there. And then he looked like a baller, and then he literally had to eat crow. He's like, I will not say anything else about this team because every part of the defense that he hated played well. Everybody, like the safeties, the safeties have been terrible. That was not the same group of safeties that played the first three weeks that were getting killed by the Ravens and the Bengals. Like they played defense, they got three, they got four interceptions. Like that's crazy. And now and the Jets are two not, and two. And let's oh not forget that uh, his boy over with the Giants also won, which also adds to his sideline. Which is so crazy because, because he's like, "Yo, Dable is so much better of a coach than Robert Sala." I'm like, Dable hasn't played any good teams. <laughs> He hasn't played any good teams. Say what you and want the about Giants the Titans, are Mike. exactly what they should be. Say, say what you want about the Titans, right? That Titans defense gave up 400 yards to the Giants. And, and a lot of it was in, right now. Our problem is we're giving up a lot of yards in the fourth quarter, in the second yeah. half. That's that's what the problem is. Because so like, wait till the Giants. Well, but the thing is, the Giants don't play anybody on their schedule. Like the Giants literally, I mean, they play besides the Eagles gonna, and the Cowboys. Their schedule's easy. Oh, they're playing the Packers this week. 
I would say it's An- turning up. Anthony, out of out of a seventeen game schedule, they play like four teams total that are like playoff teams. So so the Eagles. This is like Eagles, the, Eagles, the Eagles, Eagles, have the Eagles had the same schedule last year too. So Dylan, are you saying the Giants are going to make the playoffs? No, absolutely not. No, hell no. Absolutely not. Hell no. <laughs> no. I think it's too early to call. I think it's too them. early to call anything in football. The Giants no. will come back to form because right now it's not sustainable. I don't see it being sustainable. What's happening no, right they, now? It's it's smoke and mirrors. It's all. It's yeah, absolutely it's smoke and mirrors. Right. But like, what's, what's well, the what Giants record right now? They're the three like, and one. Three and one. one. The yeah. three and one. I got some Giants fans yeah. in my um, in my chat, and they're like, they were yeah. going sick until they lost to the Cowboys, and they were uberly sad. Yeah, like, but like you yeah. should like because that's, that that's Cowboys game was the, But that's the, that was a game where if you reach and grab it and win that game, that now be a very now it's real. Game. Yeah, now, now it's real. Like now it's oh shit, we could have something here. Three and one's nice. But they had a chance. To, they had a chance. Really I mean, all the thing is, the, the, all think, this doesn't matter. The Eagles are the best team in the NFC right now, so it doesn't matter. I think Jaylen if Hurts if played. the Commanders, well, Jalen Hurts didn't play a good football game on Sunday. Does but uh, he's the MVP? Of but the he doesn't game. need to. He doesn't need to. <laughs> that team is so good without with with or without him. He doesn't need to play spectacular all the time. He just needs to play a good game. They're good with or without him. Yes. He's the MVP of the league right now. Debatable. Very debatable. I wouldn't put him at that, but it's debatable. Well, Who would you take? I put Tua higher than Jalen Hurts right now. I'm not putting him higher. But oh, no. I'm that's a, that's a, a I got to say Lamar. I got to Lamar, Lamar and Pat. Lamar and Pat. Lamar and Pat are Lamar, Pat, and Josh. I put two over Jalen Hurts for MVP, but I would put two is having a good season. Three, he is having a great season until he like died. Until he died. Yeah, about that in a minute. We'll get there, but between Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and fucking Pat Mahomes. Josh Allen, Josh Allen, I can't, I can't because of his last two games. Like the Ravens, he did pick it back up in the second half, but uh, how he played and the level of competition that Philly's playing right now compared to what Josh Allen has played and the Chi and Pat Mahomes has played is a little bit different. Yeah, Philly ain't really playing nobody. I'm not, but I still think Philly is good. I still think Philly is good. I still think Philly is easily the best team in the NFC. Yes, but like. Again, their schedule doesn't show how good they actually are. Yeah, the, the schedule's like, I, I don't they, it's not it's not a cakewalk, but it's an easy schedule. If you compare it to the AFC East schedule, like those are hard schedules. Yeah. The whole AFC East schedule is hard. And the Jets, this is the third straight year the Jets have a fucking stupid schedule that's like this. <laughs> but well, like But the Jets the fact that the Jets are two and two right now was my best case scenario if we were healthy to start the season. Which is exactly what I told you, Mike. What I said going into the season, yeah. I was like, "Yo, the Jets are two and two. This is best case scenario." <laughs> well, Dylan wants it was six so, I, it was so uh, on par for the Jets to lose their like key guys just in preseason. <laughs> happens like, every year. Par, happens bro. every year. I had so much upside prior to the season starting, but we're ex- but we're exactly where I thought I don't we'd know be. Why. You know, Mike, we have the same record. Unless you're a Ravens fan, Mike, we have the same record. You over here saying you don't know why? 
<laughs> and we have a better Dude. defense than you guys. Damn, he said. Yeah, and I think we have a better plus. ranked offense than you guys. Dylan, so, so please the stop the it. Titans? I do think the Jets are better than the Titans. Titans. Remember last time the Jets yeah. played the Titans? Uh, we beat that ass like a drum. <laughs> <laughs> How many weeks? Wait, wait, now? wait, wait, wait! What did we just argue? He's saying the Jets are better than the Titans. Yeah, yeah, you heard, you heard that nonsense. I do. You heard that. <laughs> I think the Jets are better than the Titans. I, Josh, enjoy, I also don't think the Titans. Enjoy are very your good. W over the Steelers, but we not, we can't do that. Josh, last time the Jets played the Titans, we beat that ass, and that was last year. The last, the last, time. and we had a worse team, and they had a better team. <laughs> we can't do that. We can't. That's all we're, I'll say. This is what we're doing right now. Okay. We can't. Do that. <laughs> if we go we off of that. just rankings, the Titans' defense that is ranked what twenty eight in football right now, <sighs> and the Jets' defense is ranked twenty two. What's the Titans' record right yeah. now? Two and two. two, and two. It's the same two. record. Two and two. I mean, so the, early, the fact I that Mike is talking spicy to say, "Oh, I don't know why they had hope," and look at us—we have the same record. Because Dylan. Everyone in here except you know the Tennessee is better than the Jets. Like I don't know why you're doing this right now. You because you guys are. You got the Titans. You know aren't we're, as good as you you we're going to have. We're, that, you know I will say. I mean, mean you, you can you can argue. You can make the argument I, that the Titans are overrated or playing. The Titans are not as good as you they, think they are, Mike. But we're yeah, not going to say we're that we're going to win our division. Will you? The Titans are going to win. We are actually. We actually Will are because we, we beat those but what frauds. We beat them frauds <laughs> that everybody was talking about all offseason. Hey, Mike, let's, let's do this. On their field. On their field. Hey, hey, James, ever since I started doing this for the off in the NFL, it's been a real thing. What world do we live in where the Titans don't win the division? In what world do we live in when the Jaguars win the division? Because that Jaguars team is real. Yeah. Do I that Jaguars team they, is very they, real. Yeah, that's the wager. That Jaguars, Jaguars team gave Philly the fight. What are you talking to the yeah, best team in the NFC? To the best team in the NFC? That Jaguars team? I just, yo, I just need to watch the parlays on That Jaguars team who has put up a better fight versus better competition than you guys have? We're going to see. I will say the Jaguars do look like the best the team Jaguars. in the AFC South right now. Because they right are, now, they, no, 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 I'm saying, no, I agree. They are the yeah. best team in the AFC South right now, as of this Ooh. moment. They Ooh. put up a very Jaguars. good fight against Philly. Oh, yeah. They absolutely put a whooping on the Chargers. Like, they look like a very good team. This is a, I like what they're doing on offense. Their defense is stout. Like, I, the defense is very good. Yeah, the defense is very good. <laughs> and Trevor Lawrence is starting to look like the Trevor Lawrence that we all hyped them up to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Josh Allen is a top like three rated edge rusher in football. Yeah, right Josh now. Allen is fucking nice, man. Kid's good. Yeah. That Jaguars team is good. That's not a team that the Titans should be taking lightly because without I'm not, fucking wash I'm Taylor Lewan at left tackle, that could be a rough. Is that who y'all got this week, Mike? No, nah, y'all got the uh, commanders. No. The commanders, yeah. they're gonna beat the commanders. The commanders. Yeah, they're gonna. Yeah. Yeah. I don't call them that. The commanders, I, I when they get Chase name. Young I back, feel like I'm not talking about football anymore when I say commanders. <laughs> 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 it's so off. I don't trust the commanders until they get Chase Young back. That's not gonna do shit. Their defense would be a problem. 
it'll be a lot better, but I mean, they're off. The, when they actually can get pressure good. on the quarterback, I think they're going to be a little bit better. No, I think their offense is good. Just Dallas plays. No, really their good offense defense. stinks. Their offense. No, da- da- offense. no, Dallas plays really good defense. Carson Carson Wentz stinks. Why? Carson Wentz is, 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 is had, wait, but hold on, Dylan. No, Carson Wentz has realistically had one bad game this year, and that Cowboys defense is amazing. But Carson Wentz may have had one bad game, but he just doesn't win games. Like, <laughs> like, what are we doing here? We can't say this thing. Where he's like, oh man, Carson Wentz has played great. He hasn't. He's just played okay football, and that's just not how you win football games. And it's not. You I don't you expect your quarterback division. unless you're Philly. Where you can afford to play like okay, because that team, is, Mike, that team is so good. That I, like, team is very good, but that Jaylen team Hurts is very is good. If you Jalen Hurts, but I'm not taking anything away from Jalen Hurts because even though he didn't play great, they still win. If you put Gardner Minshew in that game, they still play good football. They don't, but that they're, they're not four and zero. I'm not saying they could be. Their schedule could allow that. Because remember. That Minnesota game, Darius so, Slay made Kirk Cousins his fucking bitch. So, <laughs> so then when you're saying that Mishu can would lead them to possibly the same 4 0 record, then you are downplaying what Jalen Hurts is doing. You're saying anyone I did, could I did, do I, that. I watched you're saying fucking, anyone could do that. I watched Trent Dilfer lead Ravens team to a fucking Super Bowl. There's a difference between somebody outperforming and just leading to wins. Gardner Minshew could do enough. Right Gardner Minshew could do enough to still win football games. So you're saying that Jalen Hurts isn't playing that good? No, I'm not saying Jalen Hurts. That's, that's what it that sounds good. like you're saying. I'm saying Jalen Hurts could get away with playing not great football because of the weapons and the offensive line that team football. has. He's played great football. football. I have said he's played great football. And his schedule too. I have said he's played great football. Besides the Jags but, game. Where he didn't play great, like he still won. They still won. Because he's, well. he's, he's playing well. He's playing well. But again, really well. that team on both sides of the ball is great. No, they're 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 they're, they're great on defense. They're they have one of the best offensive lines in football. They have one of the best wide receiving cores in football. Mm-hmm. That makes playing quarterback so much easier. So it's like if Jalen Hurts were to go down. Minshew could step in and still win football games, especially with the strength of that schedule. That's what, what I'm AJ, saying. What if AJ Brown goes down? Then we could have a different conversation because AJ Brown is also balling. He's also very injury prone. Yeah. But Devontae is a Bugatti, and I say that every chance I get. Devontae Smith is a fucking Bugatti. So Yeah, he's sick, man. That's all I'm saying. If if Jalen Hurts were to go down. They have a very capable quarterback in Gardner Minshew who could lead to some wins. Ah, but the thing about if you've been watching him play, like he hurts has been hurting him on the ground a lot himself. Like yes, he's, he's very good. That that Jaguars game, he scored a touchdown where you ran the dude over to get in the end zone. So like that's the thing. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying you I don't think you get that with Minshew in there. No, but you may get a different dynamic of Minshew when it comes yeah. to the, the dump off. More sure, dump offs. Yeah. And using guys' athletic ability to create the know. space on their own. I think he. I think that he, they're succeeding right now because Hertz is just a good playmaker. He's kind Hertz of Hertz is playing well. His, Hertz is playing really, really his, well. He's doing his. Lamar Hertz has thing. made he's a jump. Kinda, he's made a he, jump. You can't. You don't know he's how made to a leap. right he's now. He's made a leap. He Hertz is playing significantly better than I thought he was going to. 
He's significantly yeah. better than I thought he's he was mean. going to. He's mean. He's been mean. Because yeah, my knock mean. on Hurts since college was he was fucking awful. Because <laughs> he was terrible at Alabama. But he wasn't. He wasn't. No, he, he, was. Was. He, was. he won a national championship. It's not hard to win national championship when you're on fucking Alabama, Mike. When they were in one, what Alabama had... quarterback has ever done anything in the NFL? Joe Namath. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's pretty much. But here's the thing. Now exactly. they have two exactly. other Alabama quarterbacks in the NFL, one of which is also playing at an MVP level right now. So are, what are we going to sit here and say? Because that Alabama quarterback and Jalen Hurts got benched for Tua. Which was a mistake. And it wasn't a mistake. Jalen Hurts, it wasn't it was a mistake. mistake. It wasn't a mistake. Tua, from that night. Tua no. looked it was not horrible a mistake. in that game before Jalen Hurts came in there. It was they not a mistake because I watched before Jalen, Jalen Hurts, Hurts came in. No, Clemson you got it. You got it back over OJ Howard five backwards. straight times. You got it backwards. Remember, Hurts was the one struggling, and Tua came in and lit it up. That's how we found out who Tua was. That's how we realized who Tua was. <laughs> yeah, the, Tua and came then, in and, and lit. We, I mean, he lit the and world then when up. We got on like, the big, when they got on the big stage in the SEC championship, what happened? Tua looked like a deer in the headlights, and Jalen Hurts came in there and saved <laughs> yeah, he, their they, And they, not they, with his arm. They, and then it wasn't with that. his arm. It was with it his fucking his legs. It was with his legs. And it that's my that was always been my problem with Jalen Hurts was in college he was fucking terrible at throwing the football. I watched his whole fucking career. I watched his whole <laughs> college football career. That that national championship game against Clemson, he was sailing the ball over OJ Howard's heads. He was looking guys off to just run who were wide open because he knew he couldn't fucking make the throw. I watched him in the red zone throw the ball into the fucking stands when he had open receivers on the fucking slants in the end zone. I watched him lose that job to Tua. I watched him come out and beat Georgia in that SEC championship game with his fucking legs because Tua can't run like that. He came out there and ran for like 145 yards and threw the ball like 10 times. He went nuts. He went went nuts nuts running. And then when he went to Oklahoma and played under Lincoln Riley, I watched him shit on bad defenses because nobody plays defense in the Big 12. Sail a bunch of balls there, but still throw for like 5,000 yards and almost win the Heisman. That was the best he looked. And then when you yep. go bring him in his first year in the NFL, when he had to go sit in for fucking Carson Wentz, he didn't look great either. And then last year, he comes in and he plays football. Guess what? He also didn't look great last year. They had a soft schedule, a great offensive line, and fucking uh, Don- Devontae Smith was by himself. So, yes, I have every right to be uh, like skeptical of, of Jalen Hurts. For a lot of wins. That's what I hear. A lot of wins. A lot of wins. A lot of wins. A lot of wins. A lot of them. You can't credit to him. Somehow you cannot give credit to him for those national titles when that whole defense is in the NFL. On each national championship team he played on, all of those guys are in the NFL. And he has NFL quality receivers every single chance he played in Alabama, and he refused to hit them so he could run instead. That's why I had a problem with him at quarterback. And that's why my hatred, not even hatred, my skepticism for him at quarterback is justified. Because well, I, mean, I watched it with my eyes. Well, I mean, he. I mean, you'd be skeptical because he just because he uses his legs more, though. No, because like, I watched him it, miss I, throws. Like, I hear, I hear. I mean, he might miss Everyone throws, but he makes throws. up for it with his legs. He's making up for. It. He's like my Mike skepticism said, he's for Jalen Hurts is a lot different than my skepticism for Lamar Jackson, because I think there's great. I've always thought if Lamar was able to sit there and just learn how to progress through his reads, he could be. Fucking Lamar dangerous. Jackson could throw the ball like because he because he can straight. Lamar he's accurate as hell when he's dangerous. 
He's dangerous. dangerous. He just I don't even think it's about sitting through the reads. We don't have the line for him to sit through reads. Well, this we was me seeing Lamar win a Heisman no at receivers. Louisville, right? This yeah, is me seeing him win a Heisman at Louisville where I saw him dominate with his legs and hit open receivers. Where yeah. Jalen Hurts, I did not see him hit open receivers. I saw him miss open receivers more I, time than not. I felt like he can't. I felt like he 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 hit his fair share. He showed that he could play the position. I, I don't know. I, if he's so like, I never said he, he wasn't play slinging the position, at that. But he wasn't know. slinging it like exactly. Yeah, Tua, Tua came in slinging in that game. That was exactly. That, I'll never forget that. They're I'll different types of quarterback. Forget. And my problem with Jalen Hurts was his accuracy was not really always there. Yeah, he was. He was always a slight. And bit his off, and he knew that his accuracy wasn't there, so that's why he would run instead of going for the open guy. I just think he's a playmaker. I think no, you, he, when he you have a guy like that, steps and he's a if, really, it just comes really down if he stays healthy. If he stays healthy, they'll be fine with him because he's going to make good plays. He's not going to make – even if he struggles throwing the ball a little bit, he's going to make up for it but just by exactly. just making, making things happen. Exactly. So I don't know. Like I spend a lot of time watching college football because I care about the draft a lot because I'm a Jets fan. So there's not a lot of people who have watched more Jalen Hurts in college than me. Hey. Because at Alabama, I, there was zero way I thought he was an NFL quarterback. Zero. And then he had the Heisman year at Oklahoma where it was like, okay, that kind of put him into the NFL conversation. Because mm-hmm. going into that year, if he was going to be in the draft, he was going to be a seventh rounder. Or undrafted. And that was the actual projection for him. Which is ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. Yeah, I think it would have been it's too ridiculous. low. I, yeah, I, like because this is my thing is I just think that black quarterbacks that that run get automatically like labeled as a little bit lower than guys who stand in the pocket. Not to me, at least. Because I thought Lamar Lamar should have been the first quarterback taken off the board in that draft. Yeah, no, easily. I mean, he should have been the first that's, well, that's without hindsight. And they that were, is without hindsight. They were hindsight. talking about him being a third or fourth round project. And he should have been the first player off the board. Should have been the first player off the board. But, like, off the Jalen Hurts wasn't even as good of a quarterback as A.J. McCarron was at Alabama. But, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, based on what, though? Like, my, my thing about that Accuracy. is, like. But, uh, that's not the accuracy. only part of the game. At like accuracy can be taught. When you're a quarterback, like, you, you can, need to, but that's like a very you important can teach thing accuracy. As a you can't teach arm strength. You can teach accuracy, and you can teach a read. You can't teach instincts. And then he has he has playmaking instincts. So it's like no, he's teachable. All I'm saying is, is like an NFL the NFL quarterback job. Like it's not a job that you're just prepared to walk into. Like you're gonna. Not even the goat himself came into that job ready to be for that job. The best people that have been at that position were cure were curated. Like they took a long time. Like they like they they were built up. They got years to work under somebody who was great. Probably Aaron Rodgers is great because he sat under Brett Favre for that long. Tom Brady's great because he sat under um, Drew Bledsoe for that long. Like you got to understand. Like they That's- they give. I feel like they give. More than likely, they give white guys who are mediocre, they get very decent draft rates and money out of college, and they come in and they wet the bed for a few years, and they get all these opportunities, while our guys who have all these playmaking abilities are still talked about like they should drop all the way down into the seventh round. Like, Jalen Hurts was not a seventh-round player. Like, he just wasn't your typical stand-in-the-pocket quarterback. 
Like, and that's where I think the discrepancy, like we're like, even though he's doing good and winning right now, we're still saying like, well, we still got to see because we haven't seen what he does standing in the, in the pocket. In the, like, I don't, but here's the thing. I don't care about standing in the pocket. Right. I care about what you do when you throw the football. Right. I never had any doubts about Kyler Murray besides him being like a midget. Because, <laughs> he, because him in Oklahoma, he was hitting every single throw possible. Right. Because he was just that good. And guess what? He also is fast as shit and great at creating plays. Cam Newton. I knew Cam Newton was going to be fantastic. Cam Newton also had the accuracy problems. but He had it all his whole career. And he had it his whole career. But it's like, yo, he figured out a way to win. But he Almost. still was able to hit. <laughs> but he got to the Super Bowl and he won an MVP. That's, that's, a, Bowl, that's yeah, a lot harder to do than people realize, true. right? So true. it's like a lot of people ain't do that. And, and Cam Newton in college, like I saw the accuracy issue. I was like, he'll be fine. When I saw Jalen Hurts in college having those accuracy issues, I was like, oh shit. Okay. That's, that's, that's where it's, that's, that's where it's fair for me. And the same thing with Lamar. You. I didn't think Lamar had a problem. Like, like with his accuracy, it was just a problem. Just like, yo, can you lead your receivers now? Can you put them in different spots? Cause in, at Louisville yeah. that Heisman year, those guys were just fucking open. They were wide. Yeah, open. They were, they were, I mean, like a lot of it comes down to like, like we talked about earlier, it's like you, you got to have the player coach, the, the coordinator that underst- understands the philosophy and like the actual personnel that like actually work together well. Like, which you can't which have Josh is why I like Greg Roman because he's nah. not tied to we're going to do it this way because this is how I said. He no, that's exactly like, what Greg Roman right, does. That, but that, that's that's what he's he, been doing. That's what Greg though. Roman does, though. The way That's that the Ravens play offense now is comp- is different than when they played. With I, I agree. I, I, I mean, much different. And they, in, in the, and they in the did first that half. on the fly. I, 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 like, I he's agree. He's not tied to, to it. He's not, but he's also not. He he's predictable. I will bad. give you he's predictable. He's got to put his receivers in better spots. But his he imagination is adapting bad. to his talent. Right. I just think his imagination is bad. Like, he has an opportunity <laughs> – he has an opportunity. Like they have, they have enough. The Ravens have enough to be one of the top five teams in the NFL. They have enough talent on both sides of the ball to be that, and they they won't be because they don't know how to clock manage and play call. They just don't know how to do it. They don't do it well. They don't do it that using their personnel well, and they they'll always struggle unless they learn how to make adjustments and at some point in the game. And that's where real talent lies it's like yeah you're fine in a boxing match if you're just winning the first six rounds but like those those last six like you know when the guys made an adjustment in the fight like what are you gonna do like that's where he i have a problem with him he doesn't adjust to play calling at halftime simple as that like when you have a lead adjust your play calling to that lead you have a lead so let's make it let's let's try to hold the ball and make these drives long enough for our defense to have some time. Not let's not HB slam three times straight and then again on four. <laughs> Dylan doesn't well, hate black quarterbacks, by the way. 
I'm not, <laughs> not at all insinuating. Hate black I just, by the way. That that dialogue is just <laughs> that dialogue is just usually surrounded black quarterbacks. Dylan was pounding the table for the Jets to draft Deshaun Watson in 2017. Pounding the table. Fuck Jamal Adams. I want Deshaun Watson. Probably shouldn't mention pounding and tables and Deshaun Watson in the same hindsight answer. being 2020. Yeah. I probably shouldn't have said that, but <laughs> here we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, moving, moving, moving right along. I mean, well, actually, before we move along, because everybody gets to talk about their teams, and I rarely talk about my team. But damn it, we were zero and two, and we're two and two, and I'm giving my team some damn flowers. All right, went on the road in a hostile environment and got the dub. You roll your eyes all you want, James. Tighten up. We're on. We're on a roll now. You guys would win more if you tightened up your defense. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm, still, I'm still gonna win that bet, Dylan. Still that's my, a rank 28 out of 15 love. Definitely. That was the best. <laughs> that was our best defensive performance. It's gonna get better. It was crazy because better. you still almost gave up 400 yards. Almost. You see how you threw that almost in there? Mike, how many yards almost. total did you give up? Don't care. Like 392. Don't care. 300, it was 365. How many points? That's a lot of yards. Up? How many points did we give up? Yeah, not enough to lose. <laughs> not enough to lose, Mike. I'll give you. And the bet, lose. the bet is not about total yards. It's about total no, defense, which means your points are a factor. Points, points are factor, but yards are also a massive factor. Okay. And we'll right see. now, you may not have given up a ton of points that game. You have given up a ton of yards this season, and points so a long this way season. To go. And right Long now, you are home. still currently 28 Long out of 32. Chipping, chipping away. That 28 sounds bad, but we're only nine spots away from me winning. Only. Nine more spots. That's assuming your defense plays defense. Nine away. It's not like the, the Jets. Like, we may have a 22nd ranked defense, but we don't give up yards, and there's not a lot of points being scored. So... Despite Ross saying we give 21 points every fucking game, didn't happen this week. Suck it, Ross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, we are going to move on. Let the cookie bake. <laughs> off the field issues. We touched on it briefly, but uh, no, I don't have the clip. Tua on the oh, Dolphins. Man. Did you Last guys hear Sunday- that? Oh, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to set it up. Last Sunday, we all saw him take a hit, got pushed to the ground, hit his head, got up, jogged to maybe two yards, stumbled again, went to the locker room. From what I saw, real time, 23 minutes, was back on the field playing. Led them to a great win. Give it to him. Four days later, after the Dolphins allegedly – Say that he had a back injury, played the Bengals, got tackled, hit his head, looked like in a very similar spot, hand seized up, very scary scene. Now, out. He's throwing gang signs. It was bad. Mm. It yeah, was I bad. kept saying it was Wu Tang. <laughs> it was- it's bad when you unwillingly throw up the gang signs. Mm. <laughs> it was bad. So, all the drama, the. the- uh, someone's been fired. 
The thing is, he wasn't even fired because of like the test he did. He was fired because he was unwilling to like participate in the investigation, or he was being difficult during the investigation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This 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 is a tough one. I probably have an unpopular take on it. Go ahead. All I can say is. They have a they have a person on the sideline that's not from Miami, or it's not from it's supposed to be from your team. The NFL brings they have a doctor that's supposed to be just like a random that's there to assess players during this protocol when they go in. Now we all like like you set it up, Mike. Like he took the hit, he stumbled on that Sunday, but even when he stumbled on Sunday, I couldn't tell if that was a balance thing. Or if that was a back thing, and I've and this is a person I've had back injuries before myself. I've fallen like I've looked like that from a back injury, like straight up, like it was the worst pain I ever felt in my life. And I was like, "Yo," and I went straight to the ground. So my thing is, he kind of walked off the field even after that. So I I don't where everybody wants to be a doctor now. We all we all came for that doctor's job in the first place. They're coming at uh they're coming at the coach of dolphins. They're coming at the league. And I just think that it's a scapegoat right now. Like I, I genuinely think that they're looking at the wrong thing. Like the wrong thing was and, and you said it when you set it up. He played four days after that. The NFL and this four-day schedule on those Thursdays for those two teams that have to participate in that is the real, to me, the real issue with this whole scenario. Mm -hmm. I don't see – he got cleared by doctors, by multiple doctors to come back and play. And not only did he come back and play, but he come back and he led his team to victory against the Ravens. I personally don't think anything was wrong with him that day like that. Now, he takes this hit against the Bengals – and to me, it looks like a freak football play. Like, it's one of those plays that just happened. Like, he made a bonehead play in the first place, in my opinion, by holding the ball too long. He's got to get, he's got to release that ball way before that even happens. So you don't even make yourself a target there. The second, he gets slung on his head in a way that most players don't go to the ground like that. It's just yeah. one of those kind of freak football plays. And I genuinely think that. The the league is wanting to turn our eyes away from looking at the fact that the Dolphins didn't get a full week get like full weeks rest before this game. Neither team did, and like you had the same guy, like they talked about like they wanted to protect to his protocol, but you had T Y Higgins on on the Bengals, mind you, team, who just yeah. who was just in who was just in concussion protocol. Both weekends before this game on Thursday, he got cracked on the Sunday before and the Sunday before that and was out from the Sunday before from the first hit and came back. So I really don't sit there. I can't sit there and say that they're looking at to try to protect the players with this. I think it's personally something against Tua that they've been trying to get like do from the jump. I think he was put back out in that field, potentially too early who knows i think the only too early part was four days before but if the doctors say he can play and he goes out and plays he gets hurt he gets hurt but like i don't i don't see where there was a bunch of negligence and stuff like that because i don't look at that initial hit as a as a head injury i didn't personally see the head part 
of the first hit. I saw he was hit hard, but I, I saw his head hit. I, I didn't see it that way. I see what you're saying completely. Like I understand that because if Tua doesn't get hurt in that Bengals game, nobody's saying anything, right? Nobody's, nobody's saying, saying nothing. Anything? Because look at Higgins, man. Higgins has been really jacked up. But Higgins, if Higgins got hurt again, it'd be the same situation now with over there. That, but you don't have that I'm trotting saying. out after Tua takes that nasty hit. But he did hit his head on the on the turf. So he, uh, so there. He, that's where it's like it's confusing to me. How that's uh, just a back injury when it's like, yo, you're if you're hitting your head on the turf, like I don't care if you're wearing the helmet, that shit's a bad hit. Oh yeah, no, it's. I mean, it hurts when players are celebrating you and they slap you mm-hmm. in the back of the helmet. Like, like that hurts. I saw today that the the guy that Will Smith was acting in that concussion movie said that Tua should retire. Yeah, because I, I saw it. I saw something like that, and I was like, that's the worst thing that should be happening right now because Goodell hates that motherfucker. So that's yeah. the worst thing, and, like, and that and see, and that's that's where it leads back to me about this conspiracy against Tua thing. Like, they don't want this kid to be nasty. They don't. Want I, Tua I, I don't know. Miami. I don't. I don't know what it is about this t- kid Tua. It's it's like they they basically they basically have booted him out of there before he got a chance to even do anything with the team. He's been set up to fail. They've had no offensive line since he got there. And they finally get the pieces around him. He gets this big year, and he actually reacts and started playing like the Tua that we all know him to be. There's no reason. Like, he's almost on an MVP bid. Like, we were talking about it even before the podcast started. And now, all of a sudden, he gets this freak injury, and you send him back out there potentially before he was ready. It just doesn't look right. The optics on that, for me, are off. Like, something is... Something's not right with the way that they treated Tua. Like, I was always a, a fan of the theories that Miami hated Tua. I really do think they do. Man. I think like, they do. Because like I, I said last week, I was like, you know, won. Miami's trying to get Lamar. Miami Dude, doesn't want Tua beat, to be great. After they beat the Ravens, every sports every sports thing's talked about how bad the Ravens were and not how good Tua was. They weren't yeah. sitting there praising him. They, uh, Bill Cow, I, I think it was Cowherd, said something about like uh, – he did it against the Ravens defense that was just uh like zombies that they weren't really paying any mind he and stuff. I'm like, it. I'm like, come on, man. He still did it. He's out on the field making these plays. Like, how can you take that away from him? Like, so I, even as a Ravens fan, I was happy. For, I was happy for Tua because I know what he's up against as a color quarterback. Like, they, he's a color quarterback. He's undersized and he's a lefty. Like, it like he's fighting it's every single wall they built. To, to be successful and he and he can move his feet a little bit like he's not a pocket guy for the most part he can be he's shown it but you got to give him a pocket that doesn't collapse in two and a half seconds the hard part so, about it is since he's left-handed you have to build the line backwards you do yep your blind side's on the complete opposite side that's why field. it's like miami's probably gonna play their line is probably gonna play a little bit better with teddy next week because it's traditional quarterback uh, it it could definitely pay for it, and then Teddy. I think Teddy's a vet. Teddy's Teddy very, knows very serviceable. Yeah, Teddy. Hand. Yeah, Teddy's a vet, and like one of my one of my buddies, one of my close buddies, is a Dolphins fan, and he was talking about Teddy's performance, like especially in the game he came in for Tua, and he's like, dude, like Teddy's Teddy understands how to not get himself in bad situations. He'll step out, throw the mm-hmm. ball away. He's not going to take a big sack or a big hit. He's smart about about treating how he treats his body. 
And like, that's one of the things with Tua is like, he's a young kid. He's got this big heart. He's trying to prove everybody that he is the kid from Alabama that everybody knows him to be. And he's coming out trying to make too many plays. Like he's trying to, he's, they, I mean, he's set up to fail, man. Like they, like this kid, like he can do no right in front of their eyes. And when he finally has all the buzz going on and he's playing really well, he gets put back out in this situation that could potentially, like the doctor said, end his career. We don't know if he'll ever be the same after that. I mean, I've genuinely never seen somebody look like that after football hit. I've seen that after like UFC knockouts, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but like that was a football hit and you looked like that. Like, that's scary for me. And he's a tiny guy already. I, I have one for you. You might remember this. I think it, it, Willis McGahee oh, yeah. against the Steelers mm-hmm. on Sunday Night Football. Mm-hmm. That is the only other time I've seen somebody get yeah, like, him yeah, and uh, Antonio Brown. Vontaze Murphy and Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The birthday was, on Brown was, that was dirty. That was a dirty hit. That was how we got dirty. Antonio Brown we have today. We hit him with the crown. That's how we got Antonio Brown flashing white women in pools. So. Yeah, yeah. Antonio Robert Brown is still reacting from that hit. He ain't been the same since. He really hasn't been the same. You can trace mm-hmm. a lot of it back to that perfect hit. You can trace mm-hmm. a lot of it back to that hit. His hit has not been right. His head has not the- been right. I, I like what do you guys think? Do you think that Tua do you think that he should have not played on that Thursday? Do you think it was so, negligence on their part? Like what do you what do you actually, I think, think it's negligence to it yeah. because I think that yeah, he passed the concussion test protocol there and then it was as a back injury, they put him out there. If you see that your guy hit his head like that. I, I I heard Tomlin come out and Rex Ryan and all these guys were like, yo, if the, if that happened to my guy, at that point, I'm treating you like you're my son. You're not going back out there. Mm-hmm. And I feel the same way. Like, as much as you want to win that football game, these guys' like health and all that stuff is a lot more important than winning that football game, despite what the fans think. So it's like, yeah, you probably shouldn't go back out there. And we should let Teddy handle this, and we'll just kneel it out and get through this game. Mm-hmm. But... I- then you get this situation where it's like, oh, he comes out and he plays great. And it's like, oh, shit, maybe he was he was fine to begin with. And then the freak accident happens where you have this throw and you bang your head again. And now you're blood stacking on the field. So. It's tough. It's a it's a weird set of circumstances. <laughs> it's a weird set of circumstances. That's just like, yo, they're really trying to get this guy out of here. <laughs> that, that, and like, and that's what makes me think about that a little bit. Like, I've like it's the like fact you spent that all this offseason trying to trade Tua for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, you've he, been he, telling him he's out issues. So you're like, oh, let's bring Lamar back to the crib. Let's go bring him down here. And like, that's super weird that the guy who checked him out is now fired and can't talk about it no more. And so it's like, did he really have a happening a, over in the NFL? Like, oh, you fine, man. You want some Skittles? Go back out on the field. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, he went I back mean, to the thing that throws out throws us all in the and makes it all weird is because, like you said, he went out and he was awesome against the Ravens. Yeah, it's like they knocked something into him. Like he was fine. He came out like, yeah, I got this. Start like Rain Man. So, he starts seeing equations. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, so I'm I'm in the between because I do agree with you, job. I I don't think he should have played Thursday. Is there a like 
like Dylan said, like I saw he hit his head. Like I saw him fall in an awkward way because he got pushed. Mm-hmm. He fell in an awkward way, slammed his head on on the um turf. And like you said, even if you have a helmet on, that hurts. Like Every your time. bell your bell gets rung. And <clears throat> he got up, he stumbled. Now I've never had a back issue like you're saying, so I can't speak on it. Just from what my eyes saw, I saw him hit the back of his head, get up, try to play it off like a boxer, try to get up real quick and keep going, and then his equilibrium was off, and he went right back down. Now, whether he cleared the concussion protocol right there at halftime, fine. That's fine. My question is, doesn't he have to do that again after the game? Or is it because he played good in the second half? We just ignore the fact that he hit his head. See, like, that's I don't, see, I don't understand that part of it. That's what the, that's it, what I I heard is that he he got the he got uh, tested every day since then, like every single day he had to go through concussion tests up until he played again on Thursday just to clear the protocol. But then that's what, my, that was question, what my question is: I didn't see any reports heading up into Thursday of him being in concussion protocol, though. At all. Yeah. And the NFL is, because of gambling, is ridiculously strict with stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, for him to not be listed on the concussion protocol, my logic leads me to believe that they did not test him for that during the week, and they were just treating his back injury and then they cleared his back injury, and he went out there, and he very well could have had a concussion while he was it. out. Yeah, yeah. And he could have had a concussion while he was out there. And like you said, now yeah. I'm with you, Josh. Like that was just a freak football. That just happened. That's a football. I don't want to say it's a football play, but it was. It is a football play. That it, shit it, happened. It, it happened. It happened like, on it, every single play. Honestly, it happened. But he should have never been in that situation. Is what my problem is. And I agree with you. These Thursday games, there like, you can go. There, I wish I had more time this week. I, I would have went back. If you look at the history of these Thursday night games, the injuries that happen on these Thursday night games are ridiculous. It's ridiculous because the body just does not heal like that. So these players are out there. It's, it's a risk. He shouldn't have been out there. And now. Even I saw even they're still not really saying he has a concussion now. They're saying it's a neck injury. So, like, are we trying to cover ourselves, cover, protect ourselves? Like, if it was a neck injury, why did the neurologist get fired? Like, what what is really happening? Like, none I of this feel, makes sense. I mean, I know why he got fired. Yeah, somebody yeah. had to take the blame. Somebody's somebody had somebody, somebody had to catch that. it. Yeah. But like, what is happening here? Like this, this is not to That's me. This the is the ball is dropped. Look, look. They've dropped the ball terribly. And this is the one, the one thing they care so much about is concussions. They care about concussions so much. They change how like you they get hit how Madden. Played. They yeah. change how Madden's played because they care about concussions. They don't even put that shit in the game when mm-hmm. it's a legitimate injury. They don't put concussions in the game. They don't allow you to get your helmet hit off anymore. In Madden, because of this shit. Because they don't want to put the focus on the head. So they care about it so much, yet they have people in charge who are like, 
so like we don't know what happened when Tua goes back there. If they completely ignoring the fact that he hit the the his head on the turf, or they're like, oh, he's like, oh, my back, my back. So we don't even know if they even had a, a concussion protocol. Exactly. If that's, there was anything to pass. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I think yeah, that's weird. a good point because they ruled out the fact that it was it was a, it was a back injury, so you don't go to the protocol at all. Because mm-hmm. no if they would have said anything about head, they're like, oh, he's in concussion protocol immediately. I want to I want to confirm. I, I should text them right now. And see if he if he knows for a fact, because he's one of my friends. He's really he's like he follows like the Miami uh, podcast and all that stuff about the Dolphins and everything. He's a huge Dolphins fan, and he told me verbatim like he said that 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 kid went through those tests every day, and I was like I, I believed him, but I, now now to hear this like that it wasn't even mentioned in like the. You know the news build up going into the week because fantasy even fantasy league would tell you that. Yeah, like going into it, they say he he's under protocol. He'll we'll let you know if he'll be. Yeah, we'll let you know. So now, like, my next question is: When does Tua play next? That's a good question. And how long does he like? How long does he stay out? Because I I put I I was like, yeah, I don't think Tua's playing against us. Yeah, he's definitely, and I'm like, he's definitely not because that was ruled out. So now it's like, all right, when does he two play weeks, again? I feel like they have to bring him in the week. Yeah, I, I feel like they bench him for this week and then he's back the week after. I, I don't see it going too long. Unless, again, they just don't want him to play. What, yeah, what if the Dolphins like to a, we'll pay you your contract, just sit out until we figure out this whole concussion thing? Yeah, because like if I don't think they would have told him. He all of a sudden had not even like to, to not like, oh, let's play. figure out this concussion thing. It's like, hey, we're really worried about you. Let's get you tested. Let's get let's mm-hmm. let the league investigations go through and let you go More ahead Daniel and Brian. And we'll let Let's Teddy carry the way. See, that's the thing, is that's the thing, is that like this was his year. This was his final year. This, this was, was his year one. to prove himself. This but was see, the one. This the, is the gonna, problem this with is that in this career. It's gonna kill it. I agree with y'all because I don't think that I don't think the owner particularly likes to it too much. The problem is when they beat Buffalo. And it, it woke it made everybody go, Oh, there's talent here. Like we can yeah. we can play. So now that greed it accelerated the process. They're like, Oh yeah, we're, now we're like, oh wait, we a might legit have a playoff shot. team. Yeah, we we're, we're, we're a real playoff we team, can, and we could be dangerous in the playoffs. We could we can be the Bengals of last year. That could yeah. be us. So with the weapons yeah. that they have, that speed, you it's hard to beat. It's hard. hard. Beat. And they're they're gonna be a great regular season team because it's hard to the game plan for that speed that Tyreek and Waddle bring. But it's hard the defense being as quick. hurt as they are is going to – right now, especially with no Xavier Howard, no Byron Jones, uh, they're, and they – well, I think they have one more injury on defense, but they don't really have a great uh, pass rush. But Jerome Baker and uh, Phillips are really good. So like, it's going to be cool to see that team, but that offense is going to carry the load for the defense until they get healthy because this their defensive strength is their secondary. Those boys can play. Yeah, now they're animals out there in that secondary. It, it's it, it's gonna be tough. I, I they it sucks because like I f- I feel for Miami fans right now because it's like they finally got it right. They finally figured it out. Fuck and the Dolphins. Did, did they though? Because they fired their coach. They should. If Brian Flores is here, I mean, if Brian Flores is here, you have another guaranteed eight losses. 
If Flores oh, was there, they, he'd be, he spends all his time hating on – he spent all his time hating on Tua, all of it. He did. He so, hated Tua. So, so but what, he would have gotten everything he wanted. Speaking of which, what world do we live – how long before Flores is the defensive coordinator for the Steelers? Because – That Steelers defense isn't bad. It's it, not, but no somebody got to catch – He's a lot. Some, somebody got to catch the blame for it, the, and no, they don't know don't. who to blame right now. No, they don't. They're when ready lose, to fire Tomlin right now, which, by the way, Tomlin is owed one bad season. It screams of racism, but I, I don't want to go yeah, down that. He's road owed yet. one bad but season. The man yeah, has you never had yeah, a losing you can't record. Be bad time. Yeah, yeah, no. like he's he, he, been a winning coach his whole career right now. Like yeah. Bill Belichick is up there in bed with them sorry ass Patriots now. Exactly. And like, Nobody's yeah. saying anything about Tom about. Belichick, no one and Tomlin is a Super Bowl champion. Like, yeah, he went, yeah, Super Bowl champion who has never had a losing season ever. He's taking that. Not even over. As a Ravens fan, I respect. That's the only thing about Pittsburgh I've ever respected is that dude right there. Mike Tomlin is a G. That's a season's not even over, and they just lost their best player. If TJ Watt is playing, that's like another four wins by himself. That defense is he. They beat the Bengals because of him. (laughs) Because of him. Yep. Like that's crazy. No, I don't think nobody should be getting fired or anything like that in Pittsburgh. You just gotta weather the storm, get through the season, and get yourself a good draft pick to start protecting Kenny Pickett. Because you got the weapons to do so. Protect you get a line or they gotta get another receiver. Their receiving core is good. The receiving core is good. I don't know if they like say what you want about Claypool. Is he a one though? Like he 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 has every tool to be a one, but you have you have Pickens. You have Pickens there, who is also a one. So it's mm-hmm. like it doesn't even matter who's one and who's two as long as they can play football to their potential. Because they also have yeah. Deontay and Firemuth and uh, Najee. So it doesn't matter. Protect Kenny. Let Kenny do the rest. Yep. Those guys will come to form. Well, let's uh, – we'll, 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 oh, oh, we'll wrap it right there. But uh, before we get into NBA preseason – Let's uh, let's move on and do our fantasy focus segment. Okay. Right. Don't know why my Alexa is talking to me, but you know, whatever. We'll let it. We'll, we'll let it rock. We'll let we'll we'll let it rock. We'll go to our fantasy focus where we recap uh fantasy for the week. Dylan, who is our fantasy focus segment brought to you by Mike Ortiz Cross Country Mortgage? Bam. Bam. Yo, can so Anthony beat me last week. Yes, yes. I had is- possibly the worst oh. fantasy week you could possibly have, where I had every player have the worst matchup possible. And it and it trickled down to all my fantasy leagues. I lost every league this week. Because I, I just had too. terrible matchups, and there was nothing I could have done differently against Anthony to to make Shocking. make wins appear, to make wins Shocking. appear. Like Jonathan Taylor, I wish Jonathan Taylor like played better. <laughs> like, yeah, and, yeah, he got shut down by some. Like I played DeAndre this. Swift, I was panicking, making sure I took DeAndre Swift out of every lineup except for this one. But it wouldn't even matter because if I replace him with Travis Etienne, it's only three points. 
That wouldn't have given me the 50 points that I needed. (laughs) I played Joe Burrow. He got me 20. Uh, What's his face? Russell Wilson got me 27. That's only seven. That's not the 50 that I need. Bobby Tanyan would have got me an additional five. That would have been cool to have. But like Waddle having only five receptions in that Thursday night game. Nothing I could have did, but like I thought. You couldn't have done nothing differently, bro. Tua having two points was exactly what I needed to happen, but here's Austin Eckler, Nick Chubb, and Mike Evans, 34, 20, 30, and then San Francisco's defense with 22. So it's like nothing I could have played out of played out of mind. Nothing uh, I could have done differently. Nothing I could have done differently. But with that being said, we also have somebody here who's still 0 and 4, and it's Mario. Yes. Mario's still 0 and 4, and he put up 128 points. He would have beat me this week. He would have beat me too. He would have beat a lot of us. Actually, I'm looking at it right now. Mario would have beaten. Yeah, it was it was me that took him out of one yeah. yeah, it was one twenty eight would have beaten. And I left. And I left. You left, I left Josh Jacobs points on your board. Yeah, I was about to say. Yep, I left Josh Jacobs on the bench. Mario was, would have beaten all but all but I two people. Waxed him. Mario would have beaten all but two people this week, but he ran into one of the two. Damn, uh, oh, Mario. The thing is, I'm seeing Mario Thursday, so I will definitely be letting him know. I'll definitely be yeah, letting him listen, know. That, that punishment is real. That punishment oh. is real. I I hate to I hate to do this, Dylan, but right now in the race for last place, it's Mario, you, and Anthony, which is just my guys will will figure it out. There's always that one <laughs> week. There's always that one week in fantasy where it's just like you do you can do nothing. You could do nothing about it. But going into this week, I'm confident with some of the matchups that I have. Where it's like, okay, let's take a quick look. Joe Burrow against uh, Baltimore. Sorry, Josh, but I like Joe Burrow against Baltimore. But <laughs> I, I like but him I, against us. I but like I may also us. put Russell Wilson against Indian. I would put Russell Wilson against Indy. Because oh, Baltimore, Baltimore likes to play. They that's the thing about us is we'll, we'll play up for the uh, the rap, the close rival games. I am not playing Darren Waller this week because I'm getting sick and tired of Darren Waller sucking dick. Because Derek Carr's an asshole, so I need to. You want to trade need, him? We can talk. Oh, let's. I will be down to talk. We'll do it off, we off can screen. do that off, off screen, uh, obviously. I will. Do Dylan's uh, favorite part of the segment since Anthony's not here to defend himself. Anthony's playoff percentage is currently at eleven percent, and Jeez. he is now in a tie with Mario for projection to be last. Yes, I, which is yeah. my favorite because again, my guy, the, the guys on my team, they had not very good matchups, but. I'm I'm very favorable going forward to the rest of the year. Anthony's guys, however, I can't wait to see that dumpster fire. Because I, I want every punishment we do, I want Anthony to get. Except for that hot chip challenge, I wanted Mike to get so bad. <laughs> so bad. Especially because I lost in the <laughs> March Madness bracket in the first weekend. <laughs> and I still didn't finish in last place. 
I can't wait for March. I can't wait for March this year. Coming back with a vengeance this year. And and Mike has to get on here with his OJ Simpson glove, eating this fucking hot sh- this one chip. Oh, it was pure just gold. It was wonderful. I loved every minute just, of it. Just hell. But I saw. Uh, I went back. I went back for the hot chip challenge thing. Oh, I, Mike, your face progressively like. You, you just ate saw it. Panic. You were good. So you were so good at the beginning of it, and then all of a sudden, I just seen that little the nostrils start flaring. Oh. <laughs> it was game. The over. best was Mike coming back with a towel, <laughs> just <laughs> glass off. He just looked like he took a shower because it was fully, so hot. Fully every, the towel. It felt like every pore on my face opened up. Do you remember? Do you remember that freshman year, Mike, when they were running around doing the hot sauce challenge? Yes, I do. And do you remember uh, who didn't do it, Josh? Who didn't do it? You. I didn't do it because I said y'all were fucking crazy. <laughs> Not doing it. Not doing I, it. I wanted, man. We the hot sauce challenge was classic. We got like three or four into it before, like I think it was, was it? Uh, it was John, Spanish John, John Ataraldi. I think his name was. He, uh, I think he started vomiting blood or something like that. It was bad. Somebody. Somebody's stomach lining started coming up. It got so hot. It wasn't too oh, wasn't too good after that. It, it was, it's, yeah. I, I never again, never again, and I will make sure never again because I will not be finished. Will you? Oh yeah, because we're not going to be doing that challenge ever again. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we can make that a perennial March Madness challenge. <laughs> 